This is a quick message from Nadia from the future. We have lost the first part of our podcast due to the technical problems we had. The app just decided to delete the recordings because Alina was recording from Russia, so talking about discrimination. But anyway, we have all the recordings from our news and in the first part we were just discussing how our weeks went. To be honest, nothing special. So enjoy the second part of the podcast and bear with us while we are finding our groove and the apps that won't cut us off. Enjoy. Hey everyone, it's me, Nadia. And me, Alina. And you're listening to Corporate Clowns. In this episode, you will hear us talking about latest fashion trends. I've never seen so much ribbons in my life. Billie Eilish. She doesn't care about this label. McKinsey and Company. Have you seen how they look during their working hours? And the meditation with birds. I like the idea about strange birds breathing in and breathing out with you. This technical pause just threw us a bit off so maybe we can just dive into our news my first news of the day is that mckinsey which is a consulting company that we know a bit from my past they actually have a huge research platform which if you didn't know they publish very good reports every few months on the big Industries, seven days ago, they have published a new report, Fashion 2024. And if you think, well, consulting company, what the hell do they know about fashion? Have you seen how they look during their working hours? Well, believe me, they may be not the fashionistas there, but they have been working with the biggest brands all over the years. They have done a lot of very interesting projects. So these people know something about business. And there are also other experts, journalists who are contributing to that. In the end, this is a very good product. I have highlighted some of the things that are kind of like on top of there. There are some themes that they feel will be in every brand, in every fashion brand during the next year. And the first one is vacation mode. So our world is expecting to have the most number of traveling in the next year since the pandemic started. So we are slowly there with traveling as much as we used to, especially when we're talking about China that has been locked pretty severely in the past few years due to the COVID restrictions. And that means that we are going to be somewhere else with our luggages and we will be maybe somewhere in the sun. So be prepared to a lot of Korea's collections that we already are seeing. I think today was the Korea's collection from Miu Miu. We will see a lot of swimwear, a lot of holiday wear, but also we will see a lot of, and here I have this word highlighted because I haven't known that, Gorpcore. Do you know what is Gorpcore? I heard that name, Gorpcore. Tell me if I'm right. 
it's practically it's clothes for hiking or something to go up to the mountains it's the clothes for outdoor activities exactly actually today you are in golf core like your top yes part. yes yes and pajamas it's i don't know pajama core I'm Gorp and Pajama yeah. Core. You know how I know about this? It's because my friend, he told me about it. He showed me videos about that. Like he's obsessed with that kind of style and he wants to wear clothes like that in that vibe. So yeah, unexpectedly, I I knew <laughs> this trend. And this is something that will be totally in the books in the few years because... First, as I said, we will be traveling much more and like this vibe of being somewhere, going on a hike, going somewhere to the lakes for a long walk is basically in our lives much more than it was previously. Also, here's my theory. During COVID years, we have experienced a lot of staycations. This word has been among us first during the COVID. And this is something when you don't go far away for your holiday, but rather you go to the hotel in the near city or maybe in your city, or which is very popular, especially in countries in the Northern Europe or in Russia. Also, you go to the cottage or you go to the country house. And basically this is your staycation. Well, long story short, People from Moscow were kings of staycation long before the world because we had had our dachas, which is like the country houses. Country house, it's a really fancy name for that. Yes, it's like a very, very basic, very simple country house, which is not far away from Moscow. Usually it's around 100 kilometers far from the city center and you can take a train there and it's somewhere where our grandmas would live during the summer months and we as kids we would be transferred there just for our parents to relax a bit we have three months of summer holidays they couldn't take of course three months of work so we would live with our grandmothers in these country houses but now it is a bit more glam. It is very nice houses with very cool outdoor activities. And here in England, I see that everywhere. And this has become a part of our reality because before we didn't own any clothes for this occasion. We would own, if we were not into hiking or doing any outdoor activities, for example, as myself, I would own nice clothes for the office i would own pajamas that i wear only to sleep because during the day i would be at the office but now everything has changed especially with covid and distant work i don't own any office clothes anymore i'm always in my comfies but they are a bit more elevated than just pajamas there's something a bit like more thick that i can wear to the store if i want to like sweats for example and a lot of companies has really had their game there. I'm very into that. I love that. And that being said, I really recommend checking out some original outwear stores because now they're collabing with the fashion brands. For example, the recent collab between Barbour, which was like this 
very old school English brand of jackets that used to do very boring green jackets. Now they has collabed with Ghani, which is like very modern, I would say youthful brand. And they've made something really interesting. For example, introducing leopard print to their boring green collection. So yeah, we will see more in the future year. And for now, I think that you can try to visit websites such as Adanola, for example. And the second theme that I thought is interesting in the trends that will be in this next year is, of course, AI. To be honest, I puke every time someone says AI because it has been my job for the past few years. Nobody cared. But anyway, AI will be uh, in the fashion in future years. But you may think, well, we've already seen the campaigns, for example, from Jack Moose created with artificial intelligence. And we will see more of that for sure because it become easier and cheaper to do that because before you would need to have a person like me who would take these models, teach them how to make these bags that are driving through London streets. But now you have these platforms where you just need to type something in and they basically give you the result. That's why it is easier for brands to use that even without specific knowledge. But that also means that there will be collections created with the help of AI. And we haven't seen that much of that yet because it takes a bit to make something. So I expect to have some collections with designs that were created by AI and with 3D technology also getting more mobile and cheaper, I believe that we will see more of that in the future collections. So this is my prediction, but also kind of a prediction of a lot of people at McKinsey. And I think that's all from that report. The first thing, it was really unexpected to see a report of fashion trends from a consulting firm. And as you said, I myself thought that these two things can't be together, like fashion and consulting firm, but you're right. That's a big company that worked with many industries. So yeah, it's, it's very interesting to see what predictions they have. And I think they're right. Maybe with the outdoor and with the Gorp core, it's kind of late for them because it has been a thing for a while now maybe it was a little bit underground but actually i don't think so because there are a lot of influencers with that style yeah maybe people didn't know how it was called but it has been around but with the ai i totally agree with you too because we see it right now almost everywhere it's AI and everyone using it. So I think that it will just go further and further in the future. I don't know where it, it will take us, but okay. And actually my news is too connected to fashion and to fashion trends. These weekdays I was shopping slash working. Actually, I was filming content for my friend 
and she knows everything in trends and fashion. And we were filming some things that are in the shops right now that you can wear on New Year's party uh, or uh, just on any festive occasion. And when we were shopping, I realized that right now there are two major trends for this season. I've never seen so much ribbons in my life, really. You may assume that ribbons is something for spring, summer, but it's not for, for winter, especially in Moscow and Russia, in England, like whenever it's cold, it's really cold and it's not LA, for example. But no, right now, what I see is that people use ribbons on their trees and it's actually really, really beautiful just with the lights and just ribbons. It looks so minimalistic and chic at the same time and it's very convenient. So yeah, these trends are not going away as uh, we see. So it's still uh, fashionable. You can still buy just millions of ribbons and do with it whatever you like. Even put it in a tree or with the glasses. Oh, and the very interesting idea is when you're at the party, let's say Christmas party, and everyone has a glass of champagne, but then after the dinner itself, everyone starts to walk around the flat. Maybe they have small gatherings in the kitchen or playing with the kids. And everyone forgets where the glass is. So it's a very good thing with the ribbons. You can buy lots of different ribbons and say, okay, you're red, you're blue, you're gold with the silver lining, you're this small with the stars. And actually, I've been shopping for presents for the past couple of days. And I can recommend going to John Lewis, Flying Tiger, or just basic DIY shop. And they do them very cheap because sometimes you can see the same ribbons sold in you know high-end store for a huge amount of money but no if you go, go look at the DIY store they're pretty cheap and you can find any length with the color texture you want so yeah and the next trend is rhinestones i think thanks to Kim and Swarovski as well, because they just hyped this trend more. The rhinestones started to become a thing right now, apparently, because I start to see it more and more in every shop. There's at least one thing with, with the rhinestones in it. And it looks really, really good, because right now, when uh, uh, we were shopping in every shop, like there's jeans with rhinestones it looks good but i just i don't know my prediction it will just fell off in a month if you're lucky i think maybe even earlier because even in the shop there are things with rhinestones falling off them so i don't know and it costs like way too much yeah it looks good but i don't think that's uh thing that will last so if you want something with rhinestone i think you should do it by yourself or just find a person who can do it like our dear friend gift by vero in instagram we will tag her as well she makes very very beautiful things and the 
best thing is that you can ask for whatever you want it will last forever like for sure and uh, i think from my side that's all we can switch to your theme and i'm just hopes that it will be billy eilish theme. actually no um what you have like so much themes today okay i have not no but because with okay let, you prepared good i prepared a bit but honestly with billy eilish i just don't think that there is much to talk about if you have been following billy eilish for a bit you can tell from her appearance and behavior that she doesn't care about this label she doesn't care about who she is what sexuality she has and who is she attracted to she has always made amazing comments to people of all the sexes over the ages and just in general her music is about being true to yourself being who you are and you can kind of feel that this comes from a person who's very fluid with their sexuality behavior labeling etc playing with different outfits vibes being masculine one year being very feminine next year talking about how she feels in being feminine i just wanted to clarify that i've seen the interview even before her comment and to be honest it wasn't like coming out video it was just her saying her feelings towards the women but i don't feel that it was as coming out as she may have wanted to i think she could have thought about but if you have followed billy for a while you know that she's not the best at doing interviews or live performances and sometimes she says things that she doesn't think through and again we're talking about a very very young woman i mean it's not such big news to talk about in every media i mean straight people are not coming out so why the gay people should do that i don't know the part like isn't it obvious maybe it was obvious for her fans uh, like who see her a lot because i don't think that it was obvious and another thing that why we should assume that the person is gay or bi or anything i don't know straight if the girl for example in her case likes uh to wear boy clothes i would say because the reality is nothing really changed we're not talking about her going out with someone. We're not talking about her changing her style or changing her way of music. She will be the same really tomorrow as she was yesterday. And with some people, their coming out was very big change in their personal style because they finally told people who they really are and they started feeling and doing and acting like they felt but with billy she was like that from very early teen she was always very direct with how she looked and tried to match it with her feelings so you could see these errors in her life and you could see that she tried to pretend for some periods 
but it didn't work out. And in the end, she said, well, you know what? It, it wasn't a good thing for me. Because she is many things. She can be very different. I totally agree with you that it's very bad to assume things just based on the appearance. And believe me, me personally, I have made many, many bad mistakes. Luckily, I have never said it out loud, but I have labeled people before truly knowing them. It is a very bad thing to do. I can excuse myself because I was growing up in a very uneducated Russia where just having a piercing not in the correct ear, I don't remember which it was, like left or right, means that you're gay. But I mean, in Russia, people are crazy. No, I think that's okay because we all have labels. It's easier and it's with us from our childhood. I just wanted to discuss with you this thing because you know about her, I think, more than I do. I think that we need to give her time to live her 20s and be in different relationship, find out who she really are and in the end just be with the person that she decides to be with. Thank you, because I think I just pressured you on this theme. So yeah, you were starting to <laughs> to tell us something. Well, I don't want to end on this very serious note, but this is something that I've thought about during the exhibition that I went to last week. Death. <laughs> no, no, it's not death. Like, I love to throw death somewhere. She really likes to talk about it. Like, in the random moments, she's like, well, you know, if this would happen, and it's it's something <laughs> doing with death. So, yes, that's why I assumed it. But, okay, go on. No, so, actually, it's more about the spirituality and the religion I was at the new exhibition at London called Latent Spaces, which is a very interesting place to be. I talked a bit in my Insta about that, that it has been made with AI again, and it has a lot of very immersive pictures and videos that kind of show you this unrealistic world that is always changing, and you're just kind of diving into that view and I think for all people who are visionaries it is it could be very interesting to attend it's in my perspective overpriced for what it does but I know that AI can be expensive especially in the beginning of developing the technologies so I'm not going to talk about that but they had these rooms where nothing really happens it's just generative visions of non-existent world some kind of hallucination or dream one might say with the music written specifically for that exhibition and everything is kind of trance so it brings you into this meditative place especially if you are alone and you're just sitting there looking at these amazing movies and one room was created for meditation. So it was dark there. They had only one screen that was lit up. They had these strange creatures that were breathing in and breathing out. And you had these cushions that were looking like rocks and you could sit on them for how long you would like. Just look at that 
and breathe with these creatures and do some sort of meditation. And I started to think that I have seen such meditation rooms in a lot of exhibitions that I've visited recently. And it kind of becomes like a trend. And I remember the meditation room that was made by Marina Abramovich that I actually saw in Russia for the first time. That was an exhibition that was made by Fondation Louis Vuitton in Paris. And it was exhibited in Moscow before the COVID. And it had a room that had these lounge chairs and metronomes that were just clicking every second. And the idea would be that you just sit in this long chair, you look at the metronome, and you just dive into this meditation space. I have seen similar things with specific music, with light, with darkness, with maybe some VR, etc. And I started to think why we have that. And my interpretation of this meditative art is that people who are living in big cities, so people who attend this kind of exhibitions, they start to lose this area of life where you would slow down. There is very low level of religion in the big cities right now. We are always surrounded by our gadgets, by all forms of information, whether we're listening to music and trying to understand the words, whether we are listening to podcasts, to audiobooks, we are on the calls. We are not left alone in this empty space of nature or religion or spirituality or whatever you had when you were growing up. And that's why I think a lot of artists are really thinking about that experience because museums are starting to become our new spiritual experience when a lot of people try to unwind, relax, switch off the brain during their museum experience. And I see a lot of silent rooms, member rooms, chilling rooms emerging in the museum and now this is a new space in the city where we can escape and that's why i think that this is definitely let's say another trend but the trend in the museum life that we will see more and more of actually your voice was like a meditation right now it was like so so quiet and so relaxed the way you talked about it was like kind of meditating because I was concentrating on the words that you were saying. And I was trying to think about the exhibitions that I attended and if there was something like that. And I actually remembered it was the last exhibition that I went to. It was in Moscow. It was like the biggest exhibition of the year. And there were one room where in the description it was like you can escape there and meet your real self so we entered that room and i don't know maybe it was broke it was silence it was basically silence 
And I think that it wasn't supposed to be silence. We were expecting that we would enter this room and there will be some combination of noises that will affect us in a meditative way. But it was nothing. Nothing was there. And we were like asking ourselves, is that on purpose or not? Actually, the silence was good too. I like the idea about the strange birds breathing in and breathing out with you. The thing is, when you meditate or when you're anxious, people always saying that you need to concentrate on your breath because that takes your mind away from other things. When you're not so anxious and, and, and you're just by yourself, it's really difficult for me to distract myself from my thoughts. So it's really helpful when you have maybe something on the screen that breathes in and breathes out with you because you can you concentrate not on yourself at that moment you concentrate on other thing and then you understand that you're not thinking about anything else other than breathing in and breathing out and just trying to do the same thing that, that the bird does so i think that's a good way especially in the beginning of the meditation process, if you don't know how to do this, if you're new to this, because I can't meditate. I tried, and there's different techniques and different meditations, but I just can't. I'm that person, and I know it's bad, but I'm that person. The minute I wake up, I I don't go to the shower without my headphones. Like, I need music to wake up. It was from the very childhood. My mom wake me up with the MTV. The first thing, she would enter the room and she would just switch the TV on and, and it will be MTV. It will be the songs, the, the, the music videos and everything. And I was like, okay, I'm ready to wake up because I like this song. I want to, you know, dance to it. I want to sing to it. And right now... I shower with my headphones in and everything. If I don't need to wash my head, of course, but I always in my headphones. I am the same, I feel, in many ways. I have started to listen to music a lot more during the times that I was living on my own. And when I started to be more separated with my husband due to his work schedule, so during the day, I'm the same. With the music before the bed, I started to do that when my mental health got worse. So now I have that as well. But I listen to the specific either playlist or the specific tunes in the app that I wanted to talk about a bit. But I started to make a conscious effort of being more without the music and being more with the emptiness in my head. So I started to go to some places without anything in my headphones. Sometimes I wear them, but it's just nothing there. So it is kind of a protection for me from the outer world. But at the same time, I'm trying to reduce the amount of noise that is in my life because I've become very agitated in the past but it is just my experience it is a definitely a way for us to cope with the world that we're living in it is very strange 
being at home alone for the whole day, not talking to anyone, not listening to any sounds and just being in the four walls. So maybe it is just a coping mechanism. But anyway, the thing that I wanted to just mention before we end the podcast is the app that really helped me with my meditation. It is called Headspace. I have been using that for three years now. I started that during the pandemic and this was the first time that I could really sit through the meditation because I have been sad to try meditation for a long time now. I had books on it. I've had techniques from the doctors that I used to see. Nothing worked. I would not stick to that. But because in the headspace they have guided meditation, it really helped me because you sometimes know that you need to go and do something, but just that notification, just that thing it nudges you to really open that and they count the days that you're doing that in the row so I was like oh you know I've been doing that 40 days in a row I will not skip my 41st they have very different techniques for different types of needs that you have I tried various types depending on what I was dealing with it can be pain management that I've tried and that was my main focus in the first place. But later it was loneliness when I was living alone in Kazakhstan or anxiety or depression, grief, loss, anything you can choose from the list. And it will be guided, but they will also give you some words regarding your condition and you would feel like you're talking to someone who knows you but the reality is that there are a lot of people who are struggling with the same things and they know from their research they have 30 day free period which is a very nice period to start and understand if you like the app or not i already uploaded right now this app that you were talking about like sold so yeah, I uploaded after that speech and you should too. And I think that in this podcast, fashion, we were talking about fashion, music, we were talking about music, all things life, that is life. So I think it's a pretty perfect episode where, where we covered all the themes and state of our moods. So yeah, I think that's a great episode. What are you looking for next week? Next week, I'm looking forward for my photo shoot that is coming up. I'm looking forward to relax. Hopefully, I will go to some interesting exhibitions or markets because, it's, as I said, and I will be saying this the whole December, festive season right now. So all the markets are coming up. I'm looking forward to going to an ice skating first time in three years I think I used to ice skate a lot in Russia but last year I was in Spain and well was not ice skating season there what, what is that unexpectedly no it is a very sad country to celebrate Christmas if I'm honest with you and yeah I'm going with my friend to the ice skating rink near Battersea which is like the previous factory and the vibes there would be very nice because there are a lot of space 
as it is a newer part of the city. So you have skyscrapers and in between them you have a lot of space to have a Christmas market, ice skate rink, something like in Moscow. I've already said it to you, but something in between uh Hlebzavod, uh Hadinske Pole Hakon. Okay, you, you yes. know that you should do, that you have to do. Take a lot of pictures. Yes, and film it videos, like a lot of videos, because this is gonna be like a great video that can be called like my first ice skating in London. And I think it is the best. And they will have the photo booth by John Malone. And in the ticket, they also said that we will have some prizes from Jamalon. I don't think something big, but maybe like a decoration. Yeah, I will go uh, to an ice skating ring and I will also do some Christmas things, but I haven't yet thought them through. So be sure to follow me to see more of that in Insta and follow Alina to see the backstage of her photo shoot, which will happen during the weekend. And we will back to your ears next week on Friday. And we will talk more about what we've seen and what we've done. But meanwhile, you have our first episode to listen. And you don't have our Insta to follow. But... You will. You will. You know, just wait. I wish you a very, very merry Christmas week. And I hope that you already started decorating and feeling a little bit festive. So yeah, this is all for me. I wish you and myself to try this app, the Headspace app, and to be more calm, more happy each day in this week and in the future. I just wish you that you will have a great, great week without any nerves. Bisous. Bye bye.